Hey, Jenna from the future here. During the first season of this podcast, it was called Make Your Day. So you're going to hear the old intro and references to the Make Your Day podcast. But don't worry, you're still in the Building Balance feed. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Make Your Day podcast. My name is Jenna, or Jenna for my English-speaking friends. And on this podcast, I share thoughts and tips around spending your time more intentionally so that you can make progress towards your goals, spend time outside of your to-do list, and turn your work brain off when you're off the clock. All right, let's get into this week's episode. So today's episode is going to be a pretty quick one. Um, This is just something that has been on my mind today, so I thought that it would be good to just talk to you about it. Um, When it comes to hustle, it's not even about whether or not it's worth it, whether or not your business or, or your success or your life is worth the hustle. Because hustle pulls from resources that are limited, which means that it's unsustainable by definition. So many say that you have to work so, so hard, that you have to hustle, you have to wake up at 4 a.m., you gotta, you know, burn the midnight oil, and that if you don't, it means that you don't care about making your business work. It's only for the first few years, they'll say, but, well, even if many reach so-called success, let's say six six figures, seven figures, um, somehow they still just can't seem to step away from the business. And hustling doesn't guarantee success either. For every success story that we hear of someone who made it by just like being resilient and pushing and doing the things, I'm sure that there are probably thousands of people who didn't make it, who burned out, um, even if they worked even harder than those people who are successes. And there are multiple reasons for this. It can be just luck, but most likely there's also societal things, um, privileges, all kinds of things that are, you know, playing a part there. But yeah, so many people who don't make it, quote unquote, who burn out. And because those aren't success stories, they are not out there writing books or being interviewed on podcasts, right? Um, unless they figure out a way to work towards their goals sustainably, if they like woke up to the fact that the hustle wasn't sustainable. And that's when some of them might end up somewhere where you hear about them. I think it's somewhat of a myth that things will get easier in your business with time too, like saying that you only need to hustle the first few years. Because as you get more clients or more sales as your business grows, There's potentially even more to do, more to keep track of, maybe people to manage, unless you've already gotten into the habit of focusing on what matters most. So I believe it is so, so much better to now figure out a way to work on your business that's sustainable in the long run, so that when things progress, when um, your business grows, you're set up differently to handle that growth. Or maybe when you hire an assistant or somebody like that, you can also make sure that they're spending time on things that matter so that you're not paying someone to just do busy work, right? It would be really easy to say that my photography business started doing so well in the last few years because I had put in so much work in the first few years. 
But in hindsight, I can see all the things that I spent time on that never led to any clients or that led to so few that it wasn't worth the effort or the money I had spent for that matter. I bought a bunch of courses and, and you know, course memberships and I watched a bunch of courses where like they were selling a really particular framework, how to get clients. And then it just like I'd watch the entire thing. Maybe it was a creative live that was like 20 hours long. And then I'd watch the whole thing and then try it out for a little bit, even though like the whole idea of how to do it was something that didn't feel right to me. And then I just let it be and tried something else, hopped on the next course, or I tried a bunch of marketing tactics that never panned out, or maybe something that I put in, you know, weeks of an effort, and then I got one client out of it three years later, something like that. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out or come (laughs) come up with other examples, because it's been so long. Um, Well, something that I was doing was that I was so worried that I didn't have um, enough imagery to share because at the time I was trying to share images on social media like every day. So I felt the pressure to do a lot of sessions for free to have new stuff coming in, new stuff to show all the time. And um, that means I had a lot of sessions. I think I did 20 to 30 free sessions a year, which is a lot on top of of um, the paid sessions that I was doing. So that was a lot of work. And, and then like, I had heard um, somebody, um, a, a photographer say that if you just do this free for five people, they're going to be so amazed that five of their friends are going to hire you. That <laughs> did not happen. I mean, I have had a few instances where I shot uh, uh, I did photos for family for free and then maybe a couple years later one of their friends reached out or where someone who I had done a session for for free hired me for pictures of their next baby right but but generally like on the whole um, that amount of stuff that I did that amount of people or families that I photographed and I didn't like think smartly about um, the families that I was photographing, like um, just making sure that they they uh, appreciated the same values as me or that they appreciated um, what I was trying to do with my documentary family photography, trying to show families that real is perfect. In hindsight, I just wasn't smart about how I was spending my time. So I know that even if I had cut out a lot of that stuff, I would probably still have had made the same progress or maybe even better because I wouldn't have felt so overwhelmed and so exhausted all the time. Yeah, so none of that was really worth the health issues, my sleep issues, the stress, the just the mental toll, the toll on my relationships. But back then, it felt like the only option. And I dove much deeper um, into why we tend to feel that way, why we tend to feel like we need to do more in the previous episode, episode 19. So I'd suggest that you listen to that one next if you haven't already. 
But in a nutshell, when you're in hustle mode and most likely feeling pressure and stress, it is really, really hard to see clearly, to to see the big picture. And that's when you start making more mistakes and when you don't always make the best decisions, um, which is what then leads to staying in that hustle cycle because things haven't worked out yet. So you try to do even more, but maybe you're doing more of the wrong things. I'm not saying that I never put in an extra effort in my businesses now. I for sure go through periods of time when I put in more work and uh, quote-unquote hustle, but that needs to be a set amount of time. It's for something that has a specific purpose versus just trying to do anything to make the business work, and it needs to be balanced out with extra rest. It needs to be balanced out with even more stress, more stress, more rest than usual. Otherwise, I will just crash for a couple weeks afterwards and just manage just about the bare minimum. And that's something I try to avoid so that I can instead just keep a more consistent pace throughout my weeks. So that's why when I do spend more time on my business, um, it's because I made some intentional decisions on a bigger project I'd like to get off the ground. Like when I started this podcast, I recorded five episodes all at once and worked on those, I think, over a weekend um, so that there would be a few episodes to binge on right away when I publish the podcast and so that I could have a couple episodes already scheduled for the next couple weeks so that I didn't need to then immediately record more. I was very clear on why I was doing this, why I started a podcast. It was a very sort of defined amount of work that I would, that I did in like kind of a sprint. And then I knew that I'd step away again from working that hard. Overall, I would just rather work less, but use that time wisely, take care of the tasks and, and take action that actually helps me either get new clients or deliver on what I've sold to my clients. So coaching packages uh, for this business or the family sessions and working on their photos and their photo books, right? And then um, just step away and take proper time off to take good care of myself and to enjoy life. And that's the whole reason I started a business for anyway. It was to be able to do something creative and also enjoy my life in a different way than I was in a nine to five job. And you know, in Finland, when you work a nine to five job, you work a nine to five job. You live a life outside of it. And I wanted more freedom than that or more flexibility and more fun, fun than that. And somehow I had still ended up with something that felt like a 24-7 business. That is not, that is not the point. That is not what I want. So no, overworking at the expense of your health, of your relationships, it's just not worth it. It might even cost you your business on top of costing you an enjoyable life. All right, that was my TED Talk for today. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope you have a really beautiful day. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you grab a screenshot of it, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me at the Jenna Helberg. I'm so, so curious to know who's listening and to hear what you thought. It would, of course, also help my tiny little podcast to reach more people. 
And if you aren't a subscriber already, hit that subscribe button in your podcast app so that you get notified of new episodes. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope to be in your ears again soon.